0: Hey guys, I am recording today from a very fucked up day. I got my booster shot yesterday and I knowingly got my booster shot, knowing I'm gonna get my period the next day. Like, am I trying like am I fucking like sadistic? So you can only imagine the day that I had uh ugh, just like felt horrible, felt wrathy, felt angry and I have a baby to take care of. So it's not easy, bitches. It's not fucking easy. And you know who has to take the wrath? His name is has, So send him some flowers because <laughs> it's been a fucking day in the midst of all this. I obviously listened to Jamie Lynn on Caller Daddy. And oh my God, first of all, listen to podcasts that you like, if you want to listen for fun, like to me, don't do this, but to other podcasts that you want to listen to for like information or, you know, you just want to hear a certain something. So you don't want to listen to the whole hour. Literally put it on fast forward, not fast forward, like on, on Spotify, you could put it on like 1.2, 1.5, 1.8. I listened to Jamie Lynn on fucking and eight, And with her Southern draw, 1.8 is like normal speed. So, I mean, listen, we've had a week of uh, Brittany v. Jamie Lynn Spears and I've flipped and I've flopped like a fucking steak because, I mean, listen, at the end of the day, there's a huge elephant in the room. And the elephant in the room is that we're not saying that Britney is a little cray-cray. We're not saying, oh, like, she seems a little, you know, not... Well adjusted, you know, or she seems like maybe. I mean, I, and the thing that always I come back to when I have this thought is, you know, it's kind of like the chicken before, it was the chicken for the egg or the egg for the chicken is like, is she cray cray and that's why all of this happened? Or did she get cray cray because this happened, you know? And that's what I wonder too when, you know, I see that she d- doesn't dance like she used to is like, What happened before is like the conservatorship, her dad, all of this to blame for what she is like today. Or did she become like she is today? And that's why the conservatorship happened. Not that I would ever, you know, think the conservatorship is necessary. Let's not forget a conservatorship is for people in vegetative you know, states that have dementia and are a thousand years old. So whatever, even if she's a loony bin, you know, on meth, she doesn't deserve to be put in a conservatorship. And even if she was a loony bin on meth, she was doing fucking Vegas shows and residencies and shit. So none of that matters. And the thing is, like, I was really trying to see the other side. At first, as you guys don't follow me, I was very angry. I was like, fucking that little bitch, Jamie Lynn, I'm going to pop her. You know, fucking I even got I got nasty. I was like her fucking face because at the end of the day, it's like she said she said. But there's one thing I know for sure. And it's you're a little bitch and you're promoting your book and your story you don't not matter, but like right now Britney matters. For 13 years Britney was like a prisoner. This is her moment. She just got free. So you're coming out with your book? That was that's like I feel like there should be no debate about that. You're coming out with your book and your story and you're this and you're that when we want to hear from Britney and your story isn't only your story because you're telling a lot of shit about Britney from your point of view, quote unquote, but a lot of it that makes her look bad. Like, you know, the knife story that she felt so unsafe. Oh, I wonder how my fucking sister felt when I threw a knife at her. Okay, it was a fork. I was trying to like protect Britney and be dramatic, but like I threw a knife at my sister, I poured hot coffee on my sister. Like, is she gonna write a book about that? I hope fucking not. <laughs> like, <laughs> I I would always tell my older sister, like. I will out crazy you any fucking day. You can be bigger than me. You can be stronger than me, but I'm fucking nuts. Like, and I remember like, just thinking like, I'm going to scare her. Like she needs to be afraid that I can do crazy shit, like for her not to bully me and you know, whatever, not steal my jeans or whatever. So that's what I think. I think that at the end of the day, doesn't matter. All the shit back and forth. And the thing is with this Britney story is like, you can go so deep. You can go fucking like free Britney rally shit outside the courtroom. You could deep dive. You could read fucking court statements. You could, you know, uh, dig up shit on Lou Taylor. You can whatever. And the thing is like, it's a lot. It's a lot because like, even a lot of people, you know, I posted that Jamie Lynn, okay. So Britney lawyer, which is Zaddy's Rosengard, Zaddy's he filed a letter of admit admission to Jamie Spears. A lot of different things. One of the, the admit parts were admit that you had an affair with Lou Taylor, admit that you like went to Hawaii on like my dime, which like if you guys saw my stories (laughs) last week, I was like letters of fucking admission. That is the biggest vibe I've ever seen in my life. Like let's pause for a moment And by the way, this was corroborated by many lawyers who told me, oh, my God, this is the best part of my job. It's literally letters of like, admit this, admit this, admit this, admit this. And I was like, oh, my God, would I want to send letters of fucking admission to like ex-boyfriends, people that treated me like shit, friends that, you know, annoyed me. You know, my sisters that we fight every fucking day. My mom admit that I'm your favorite daughter. You know, like, I just want to send letters of an ad- Amrata. Admit that, like, you know, you said excuse the DACA so we'd know that this was, you know, photo was taken after birth. Admit that you said I have a small following to hurt my feelings. Admit that you follow me from a dot. No, and I'm just kidding. And then there are people like, why are you obsessed with Amrata? Anyway, HB2, admit that you, you know, aren't from Spain. I mean, it's just like this letter of admission shit. I fucking love how you know, Britney and her lawyer are fucking going at it. So Britney and, and Jamie Lynn started exchanging shit online, like back and forth and back and forth. And Britney writing, you know, shit that's pretty, pretty hardcore. But then being like, I love you, Jamie Lynn, like always will love you, even though you're a piece of shit and you don't care about anybody but yourself. And like, you've never worked for a thing in your life and all the shit. At the end of the day, you guys, this is what I honestly think. Jamie Lynn coming out with this book right now is not fucking cool. And as Zaddy Rosengard said in his season desist letter, it's ill-timed. And if she wanted to write a book about if this book came out five years ago, it'd be like, oh, my God, cool. We'd love to hear some shit about Britney. And I'm sure we'd be like, what's a conservatorship? Because like we didn't know back then. We'd be like, we'll take any info today. No. And do I think it was a purposely like that it came out. I don't know. I don't fucking know. Books take a while. They could take years, but there's so much about Britney. There's so much about the conservatorship and put the book aside in her press tour. There's so much about that because I mean, if I had Jamie on my podcast, I wouldn't be like, so then you said the mama told that. Da- no, I'd care about Britney, even though that fucked up family. Let me tell you at the end of the day, this is what my mom always told me about raising kids. Unconditional love is all your baby needs. So I feel like what the Spears kids were lacking was that, uh, like that safe home, that unconditional love that, that, I mean, their parents, you know, it sounds like they're, it's such such a tumultuous relationship with their parents. And at the end of the day, any kid needs a stable, loving, supportive home and 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 more so, someone like Brittany that was going through so much and needed, you know, more support than fucking ever. And if the home is so unstable and the parents are, I mean, it it doesn't. I don't know what to think. Are they, you know, the masterminds? Do they get swayed by teams of people? I mean, the whole thing. There were a lot of things that were very vague that Jamie Lynn you know, was saying that it was like, are you being vague on purpose or do you actually not know? But it sounds like the relationship with the dad was always tumultuous with the mom. There were periods where they didn't even speak, but at the end of the day, I want to hear from Brittany. I want to hear from Brittany and what's going on between the Spear sisters, you know, is, is pretty cray cray and they are doing it very publicly And Brittany is not holding back, which, like, I am happy for her that she's, you know, speaking her truth. But it's also feels like a toxic situation between them. And then it's hard because then you see her with Sam and I'm unsure about him and his stupid fucking Amazon. You know, he has like he's doing like Amazon videos or lives or whatever the fuck you do on Amazon. And it's literally like sponsored. And I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. know. Can we trust him? I don't know. I wish Brittany now that she's free could call fee and like talk to fee and have feedback in her life. That's how I feel. That's how I really feel. And I hope this all ends well. But I, I, I just want her to speak so we can hear her because I feel like it's kind of hard on so social media, even though there was this girl on TikTok that posted. She did like Britney's Southern tra- translator and was like reading Britney's post as a Southern person would and trying to say that it makes sense that we kind of read it weird, but it's not actually weird if you're from the South. And that's what people also said to me when I was saying that it's like if anybody else wrote like violent things. Like I should have smacked you. I should have popped you in the face. We would kind of judge, but not Brittany. We don't, which like, that's what I, you know, a lot of you, when she posts, you know, dancing videos or her skits, her therapy skits about like pooping, you'll send them to me. And I'm like, I don't want to judge her. Like, I don't want to put that up and be like, wow, this is so weird. Like, what is she saying? She doesn't need any more of that. You know what I mean? But I think there is more to it than we know. And I don't think that Jamie Lynn deserves the wrath that we've been spewing upon her. I don't think she's this like a mastermind criminal, you know, embezzler from her sister. I mean, even like the amounts like people found like uh, $100,000 was paid to like her boyfriend or something's company. I'm like, you guys, a hundred thousand dollars. That's like no biggie day. Like put in the perspective of like fucking big money. You know what I mean? Like, okay. So a hundred thousand dollars somehow got to like her boy. I mean, listen, we could deep dive all day. We can connect things all day, but it's a lot. And I think we just need to hope for the best between these sisters and this whole family and you know, I miss I miss old Brit. You guys all know that she was my um the love of my life, actually. Alipop, Alipop oh, Ali Ali, Ali, Alipop, Bum Honestly, Olipop. Do you guys want to meet with me about like marketing strategy? Because honestly, you should use this song. Because it just also fits with Olipop so much because Olipop is such a throwback. It's such a nostalgic drink that makes you feel like childhood that I cannot. Okay. Olipop is a new kind of soda. You guys, if you haven't tasted it, you have for sure seen stuff about it. It tastes just like the sodas I grew up with, but unlike those sodas that are full of sugar, corn syrup, and artificial ingredients like aspartame, Olipop is made with natural ingredients that are actually good for you. It's literally the fastest growing functional beverage brand in America. And they have delicious flavors like vintage cola, classic root beer, orange squeeze, cherry vanilla, strawberry vanilla, and their newest flavor, classic grape. I love the orange squeeze. I love the strawberry vanilla. It makes me feel like I'm legit like five years old at the candy shop. And I can't believe that it has, you know, the orange squeeze, for example, five grams of sugar, a regular orange Fanta, 44 grams of sugar. Could you deal with that? It's freaking insane. All their products are non-GMO. They're vegan, they're paleo and keto friendly with less than eight grams, net carbs per can. They're also so confident you'll love it. You can get a hundred percent money back guarantee for orders placed through their website. Plus receive 20% off and free shipping on your order. If you go to drink Olipop, that's drinkolipop.com slash not skinny. That's drink D-R-I-N-K Olipop. O-L-I-P-O-P. Dot com slash not skinny to get this deal 20% off plus free shipping. That's drinkolipop.com slash not skinny. Olipop can also be found at over like 8,000 stores across the country, Target, Whole Foods, Sprouts, and Wegmans. I really do believe that every woman you know, needs to have, wants to have shapewear in her closet. Because you know what? You never know when you're going to get a great dress that you need it for, you know, that helps kind of smooth the lines or that hugs your curves or that, you know, just makes you feel a little bit more confident. And Honey Love is my go-to shapewear. Have it. Love it. They have this like signature X on all their products that targets and sculpts your midsection, but doesn't squeeze your natural curves, which is really important to me. Honey Love has been featured in the New York Times on Good Morning America and Brides Magazine. And People Love It It has thousands of five-star reviews. And I also love that it's no risk. So they cover the shipping and restocking, and they make sure that all U.S. returns are completely free. And the thing is, you guys, the idea of shapewear sometimes can scare people because you're like, I don't want to squish my insides. But Honey Love ain't like that. Okay. It's shapewear designed to work with your body, not against it. It also doesn't look like your grandma's girdle. It looks hot. It looks sexy. It looks like lingerie. Okay. So see for yourself at honeylove.com and get 20 off a second item. Plus, when you use code not skinny, you're going to get an additional 10 percent off your entire order. So that's 20 percent off your second item, plus an additional 10 percent off at HoneyLove.com. The code is not skinny. HoneyLove.com, code not skinny. Rules and restrictions may apply. It's funny because we've been dealing with Brittany and, and Jamie Lynn for so many days that like the Kanye, Julia Vox v. Keith situation that was so hot, you know, fucking Kanye writing a song saying "God save me from this crash so I could beat Pete Davidson's ass." I mean, I kind of like the the song, but I mean, it's it's a little. Someone said this on on the radio. It's corny, which I feel like that's the new word to use because Lamar said it about Tristan. It's like, oh, he he father, fathered another baby. That's corny. I'm like, oh, corny is it? But it is corny because like how like it is corny. It is corny because you can like rap about B Davidson. I mean like honestly be above it Kanye. Be above it. Be above it babe. I feel like he's not acting at his level. Like he keeps saying I'm a billionaire. I'm this and that. Act like a billionaire. Act like a fucking mega successful you know rapper. Act like it. No, you're acting a little pathetico. You're acting a little thirsty. You're acting a little like a little like Tyler Cameron. Like what's happening? Who, by the way, is going to be in a dancing show on Fox. He's going to like be dressed like Patrick Swayze, which like I I don't know how I feel about it, honestly. But yeah, we haven't seen anything with Keat since the um, Bahamas, even though I'm sure they're going strong. Kim looks literally so happy. You know, every pose is like, is the peace sign and a kiss she's like living her life mgk and megan got engaged that you know that birthstone of hers and his birthstone and two different rings the magnet sign that they attach and then they drank each other's blood a lot of people ask me like do you think they drank each other's blood i mean okay so a lot of people are saying that they're being like funny Ha ha ha. <laughs> ha ha ha. A lot of people are saying they're being funny. And I'm like, I don't think they're being funny. I feel like they drink each other's blood like NVD. But I was saying, I said this many times, I think that they do it in a way that is like, you know, very, very organized. Like they Insert they they have a phlebotomist like take the blood and then they drink it but like I want I really need to have a bird's eye view on this situation and just be a fly in the wall and see this go down or is it like a prick and a little suck because then that's not really drinking Megan because people think that they're being funny but it's like no this is the same couple that like goes on ayahuasca trips and like fucking gets lost in the rainforest so now they're in Lake Tahoe being totally normies taking photos, smiling like a regular basic couple who just got engaged. I mean, they there was also an article going around that like MGK designed the ring so that it has thorns on the inside. So if she decides to take it off like it'll hurt. But then people were saying that it's like he was just fucking around. But it doesn't make sense. Like what if Megan wants like applied lotion and she like doesn't want the ring on her? you know, it like doesn't, doesn't really make sense that, that that would be true. So maybe they do fuck with us. I also want to talk about, I want to know what you guys think about this, because I don't know why Instagram has been allowing what I eat in a day reels to really attack my feed. I don't care what you eat in a day. I don't care what you eat in a day. I'm not going to make what you eat in a day. You know what? It makes me angry. You know how people like don't want to follow people that don't spark joy. That doesn't spark joy in me to see what you eat in a day. Unless you're eating Chick-fil-A for, for lunch and mac and cheese for dinner. I don't want to see what you eat in a day because that's a way you're eating way healthier than I could ever eat. Oh, you're eating fucking like, you know, egg whites for breakfast on Ezekiel bread, and then you're working out doing 15,000 steps, and then you're eating a quinoa salad, and then you're gonna have a blueberry, almond milk, and flaxseed shake, and then at night you're gonna have salmon with fucking roasted tomatoes. That's so much healthier than I could ever eat. That would never even be a day of mine. I could have one of those things in a day filled with like other shit, and that's if I try so hard. And you probably don't have kids if that's what you eat in the day. Because how? I literally steal a moment to fucking eat. So, what I eat in the day is make me so angry. They make me so angry because you know what? You have to have a lot of time to make the what I eat in the day <laughs> and to make the food for what I eat in the day and to fucking make the, the fucking real of what I eat in the day. Oh, they make me so mad, you guys last week, Vanderpump rules. It was the final episode of the season. And I feel like only now I'm such an idiot. I'm realizing that like, I was like, why did Sheena, why did Brock? And now I get it. Sheena and Brock really wanted their engagement plus their wedding to somehow be in the season in case maybe Vanderpump doesn't get renewed because shit is always iffy with Vanderpump. So they were trying to shove it in like down, down the production's throat by any which way, because I mean, James and Raquel got like that Coachella weekend that they did and this engagement weekend. And like Sheena's an OG, you know what I mean? They, I mean, she always gets done dirty. And like I wrote, I was like, I feel bad for Tina. No one's ever nicer. And every one of you guys was literally like, because she's the worst and she sucks and she's this and she's that. But it's like, she's still a person and they're still supposedly her friends. And she still told her supposed friends that she's engaged. Shouldn't they fucking care? At least like, okay, talk shit after, but why in that moment were they not like, Oh my God, we're so happy for you. Is it because she planned her entire engagement and like everyone knew about it, but like, listen, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter like why or how Brock came across cringy. He came across, I mean, that's the thing with reality TV guys. It's like so many of you I'm sure. And I was like this in the past thought like, Oh my God, I'd, I'd be on reality. TV. Like what? Like it would be great like you can come out like such a fuckhead. Like, I don't know. Is Brock a complete fuckhead or does he just, is this the edit? Or is he really this guy that wants a free engagement, a free like wedding to steal someone else's time, space, capital? I mean, it's just crazy the other thing is I do get, get caught up in like watching it. And I'm like, why did Lala tell James and like ruin his night? And so many of you, you know, get it and are like, well, you know, they had to, she had to make the show good. But I was actually thinking about like, you know, just as a person, I mean, listen, Lala has real housewives mentality of like, you know, Teresa going up to, to To everyone at Jackie's husband's party saying that Jackie's husband is cheating. I'm talking about Real houses of New Jersey, which is coming back soon. So, you, I mean, in Vanderpuff, I feel like people don't do that. Like, if they talk shit or, like, gossip, they do it a little more covertly. But Lala literally was, like, at his fucking engagement dinner, party, whatever the fuck, goes up to him, knows it's going to blow shit up, knows, like, I, don't, I, don't, I mean, not that Brock is, like, you know, that abusive, but Lala has been fucking with him hard that I'm like, wow, girl, you have some balls. I'd be like legit scared he would like come for me. Like because of how much she's been like, you know, really spreading about his, you know, abusive past and the fact that he hasn't seen his kids and now this. And it's just like, I feel like so embarrassing for Sheena and for Brock. And, and I feel like they don't make it less embarrassing. You know what I mean? They don't make it less embarrassing. It was kind of hard to watch too, because like James and Raquel did have a lot of sweet moments. She is such a sweet angel and he is completely cray cray, but there are moments where you see that he does love her, that he is sweet to her. Like when she does her toast and he's supporting her from, from in the room and he's literally reading her words to her that she wrote down and she even put a post about, up about it and said that that made her really emotional to watch because even though they're broken up, he has always been very, very supportive, but she went on Sheena's podcast and basically said that they broke up because families don't really get a, a, along and she wants to be with someone that is respectful, could get along with her family. And I'm assuming his anger issues are fucking wild and it's just a lot. It's just so funny. I forgot to to write this when I was recapping it. It's like Ariana and Lala always butt heads. But do you guys remember that Lala fucking ate Ariana out in the car while Sandoval was driving? Like, oh my fucking God. Then on uh, Watch What Happens Live, Sandoval and Schwartz were there. By the way, Andy loves the dudes. He fucking loves the dudes. You could tell he lights up when Tom and Tom are there. He fucking loves them. Of course, he has to ask them if they fucking give each other hand jobs. And I feel like he asked, he asked Tyler Cameron and Matt James that too. And I was like, mm, I don't know how I feel about these questions. You know what I mean? You know what's better than an ad break? A beach break. And I know we could all use a getaway right about freaking now. When I want to book a beach vacay, I use cheapcaribbean.com. I'm all about that all-inclusive life. I get more food, more drinks, and more fun for less money and with less worries. I don't need to leave the resort. All I want is a beach, a pool, free drinks. that It feels free in the moment. Free food. It feels free in the moment. And I just want to chill. I don't want to like think about where I'm eating for lunch or where I'm going to get. No, all-inclusive. Give it to me and give it to me now basically, I get more of what I want and less of what I don't want. Cheap Caribbean has great deals on incredible all-inclusive beach vacations throughout the Caribbean. Central America and Mexico, including Cancun, Jamaica, Los Cabos, Punta Cana, Aruba, and more. All these things are like making me freaking salivate right now because I need to book a vacation now and I need to be there yesterday. Less money, less worries, more Beach book today at cheapcaribbean.com. That's cheap. C-A-R-I-B-B-E-A-N dot com and book your next all-inclusive beach vacation and thank me later. You guys, I have uh recommended article to you before, not that you need my recommendation. I'm sure you've heard about article, I'm sure you even own a piece from article. Literally half of my house is article. We have the Berard sectional, which we love. We have the Seno dining table. I have the Boucle bench. Oh my god, I pronounced it wrong last time. I have a rocking chair in Noah's room. Like legit, have almost everything. And actually, I loved them so much and loved my couch so much that when my mom needed a new couch, I was like, Mom, you need to get Article. And she got the Sven, which is, I think, one of their most popular couches. So Article is legit the easiest way to make your space look beautiful. It is the easiest. And I say that because it's, you know, all online. You go, you browse, you order, and you could do so with confidence, okay? And Article's team of designers focuses on beautifully crafted pieces, quality materials, and durable construction, but at prices that you can afford. They are fair prices. You could save over 30% compared to traditional retail prices, and they are able to do that because they cut out the middleman, okay? So not only is it affordable, Article is offering my listeners, fifty dollars off your first purchase of one hundred dollars or more. So you go to article.com slash not skinny and the discount will be automatically applied to checkout. That's article.com slash not skinny to get fifty dollars off your purchase of one hundred dollars or more. Summer House was also fucking crazy. Honestly, I feel like Summer House is the new Vanderpump. And, you know, Vanderpump is deep in my heart. And you could tell Summer House got this bougie-ass house. Usually their houses were kind of like Denso. I mean, the Winter House house was also like kind of Denso. This is like a mansion. You could tell that the show is doing fucking well. And there is so much drama from, you know, Lindsay and Carl heating up. Paige has uh, Andrea and Craig is going to come. Amanda and Kyle get off to a very, very rocky start. It breaks my heart, honestly, to know that she did marry him. Not that couples don't have issues, but I feel like it's very dangerous to put your relationship on on TV, especially if it's like so flawed. Like there are so many issues and reality TV can just make things a lot worse. And that environment of like, hey, go drink. Bye. Like he's 40 years old. I don't even know that he should be in an environment where it's like, oh, go drink for for two weeks and we'll pay you for it. Like, I feel like that's just really, really silly. And sad news. Adele has postponed her residency, which really sucks. So many people got tickets. I know and she apologizes and, you know, says that the Vegas show isn't ready and everything is going to be rescheduled. She says, I can't give you what I have right now. She said they've been absolutely destroyed by delivery delays and COVID. Half the crew is down. Half her team is down with COVID. It's been been impossible to finish the show. But she says, I'm going to finish my show and get it to, to you where it's supposed to be for all of you. I'm so sorry it's been impossible. We've been up against so much and just not ready. I'm really, really sorry. She was literally like holding back tears. I'm so sorry. This really sucks, but we love Adele and we will support her. We will wait until she's ready. But I only just realized today that like she canceled it so last minute that people fucking arrived. Like one of you DM me that you flew in from Texas. And as you were like, pre-gaming you found out about it or something. No, I exaggerate a little bit, but you flew in from Texas and last night. And so, so legit it was a last minute announcement, which like understandable, but I'd be fucking pissed. And like, I would want to know like what happened that's so extreme that a show is canceled last minute. You know what I mean? Usually when a show is canceled last minute, it's more than just like, you know, staffing issues and like COVID. We're talking last minute. So something fucking went down. I feel like that's bigger than kind of what she's saying, if you know what I mean. Okay. I also wanted to discuss, I'm seeing a lot about Keith, about Kim and Pete. And a lot of people are saying that a lot of his PR and blah, 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 blah. And you guys, I was just told that Pete was seen last night at dinner in New York with Lala, who's really good friends with Kim. She's like her best friend. Simon, you guys know, and Phil, his husband. So no Kim. He went out to dinner with Kim's friends. If that isn't fucking serious, then I don't know what is. And it's Listen to me. She looks fucking glowing in her Instagram. Like she's like all peace sign kisses. She's living life. She's fucking living life. And they they are fucking hot. They are fucking hot. That's a sex tape. I would honestly pay money for, tbh. But I will say, like Simon is so fucking cute, and so is his husband Phil, and Lala's obviously like mad cool. But what I keep on thinking is like. You know, Kim is in her early forties, obviously she's cool and hip and young hip sounds you know old, but what I mean is it crossed my mind because Pete was such a party boy and like you know into drugs and like he like smokes cigarettes. you know, I feel like they don't even like vape, you know what I'm saying like I feel like they're very like straight edge I feel like they'll like drink you know a cocktail and like it's kind of bizarre to me that that's Pete's vibe. He seems like wilder. But then at the same time, like, no, he was like best friends with, I was going to say John Mulaney, but I forgot that John Mulaney was a huge truck. (laughs) So it makes sense. (laughs) But that's what I'm saying. It's like, you know how Courtney and Chloe, who obviously things change and it's really sad because they were like fucking besties for so many years. And I feel like It kind of shifted where Kim and Chloe are closer. But but remember how they'd always be like, Kim's the boring one. So like, I'm not saying she's boring, but I'm saying like, I feel like they would be boring for Pete. Do you get, get what I'm saying? Like I would be boring for Pete probably. No, I wouldn't. Pete, call me. So it's just shocking to me, but it just shows me how serious they are. And the person who saw them actually told me that it looked like Pete was on the phone while he was sitting with them. So it feels to me like it has to be that he was on the phone with Kim because like, if not, that would be rude. So I feel like she was probably like, oh my God, I wish I was there. Peace sign kiss. Oh, it's was so cute. And, you know, just going back to talking about Julia Fox and how like, I mean, not that the relationships are... It, com, you know, comparable her and Kanye and Keith. But, you know, people are saying like, oh, why is it OK for, you know, Pete and Kim to be like paparazzi? And but and I keep on saying like they're being way cooler about it. Like, think about how much we know about them, but they haven't posted a big I mean, Pete is so cool. He doesn't even have social media, which I post a little while ago in an interview why he said he doesn't have social media. And basically he was like, listen, I had it. I would go, you know, online everything. I'd see like a thousand memes a day with me and them. And he'd see like, you know, people talking probably about how he looks and how he got, you know, this girl or that girl. And, and even just for posting things, he was like, when you do comedy and you say shit out loud, people can't misconstrue what you say. But if you write shit, people can misconstrue that. So, I mean, it's very true. And like, very, very, very cool to not have social media. Like I used to say, like, if you don't have social media, are you like so cool or are you like a psycho? But now I feel like it's not psycho. Now I feel like it's, it's, Literally a choice. You know what I mean? And honestly, if I was single and I met a guy who was like, no, nah, I'm not on Instagram, I'd be like, oh my God, it'd be such a fucking turn on. So like, imagine how much BDE he had. This is just like one of the reasons he probably has BDE. Like, I don't have social media. Like, I wonder if he has a Finsta. I feel like he's too cool and doesn't even have a Finsta, which is annoying. Speaking of John Mullaney. Okay. So we know they posted the baby after it was announced that they had the baby in like November. We all tried to do the math and kind of figured that he knocked her up around February, which is legit when he was either in rehab, finishing up or had just left rehab. So like they conceived baby Malcolm on the fucking first date, which baby Malcolm is a very, very cute, by the way. We also weren't sure even by their like birth announcements on their Instagrams, if like John and Olivia are together, but they seem to be together because they've been boop, just like dropping. You know how we used to talk about how like Britney would like drop bombs on Instagram, be like, boop, like my dad, you know, should be in jail. We'd be like, what? Hi. So it's kind of the same with them. They'll be like, boop, and like have this cute, you know, on Christmas, there was like this Christmas photo of John and, you know, they're like in matching PJs, like, oh, wait. How about prepare us for a fucking moment that you're like this cute family? Meanwhile, I started following like Anna Marie Tendler watching her, you know, really hardcore art. And, you know, it's very intense. And then she gets a piece and written about her in Harper's Bazaar. And I'm like happy for Anna Marie Tendler, who I don't know, but I like feel broken hearted for because, you know, John Mulaney, you know, left her and had a baby with Olivia Munn. But anyway, they seem to be very much together. And like I said, just like boop, like, family photos, being all cutesy, hanging out with Dan Levy, who has been friends with John Mulaney for many, not Dan Levy from uh, Schitt's Creek. And he married Anna Marie and John Mulaney. So it's like all these, and I'm like, okay, well, if he loves Olivia, like maybe we should love Olivia. Like all these thoughts in my head, but you know what? They seem like a happy family. He seems to be like a dad that's like really into his baby, which is cute, especially for him and you know, knowing that he didn't want kids then. And I mean, it's a whole, it's a whole thing. But to me, it's mostly surprising. It's like, you know, the way Selena Gomez just like bops on and sells her shit. It's like, they just bop on and like, it's like, for me, it's like bomb dropping. It's like, you need to prepare us like about to post really cute family content like, don't pretend this is like not shocking to us that this is happening. We're still digesting it, Olivia, okay? You've been manifesting this your entire life, babe, but we're still we're still fucking digesting another thing that's hard to digest, but a lot of people are very excited about it. I actually have to put up a poll is Anna Kendrick and Bill Hader are apparently together, apparently been dating for a fucking while, and it's just kind of surface now. They actually played brother and sister in in a movie. So it's funny. But a lot of people are shipping this, even though I know a lot of people hate Anna Kendrick. I have to be very honest. And you guys know, sometimes I have like mom brain. Is like when I saw the rumor on Des Mois, and people were like sending it to me, I was like, why do we care that Anna Kendrick is dating Bill Maher? Like I thought it was Bill Maher. I don't know why my brain read a hater as Maher. And I was like, that's weird. I feel like that's not true. So I literally didn't care. Didn't pay any attention to it, but hater, hater makes more sense and is actually cute. Would be a cute couple, even though. So, so, so many people hate Anna Kendrick and I kind of get it. And I think it's because, I mean, I think there are just a lot of rumors that have gone on about how she's like a diva and full of herself and whatever. And I think that a lot of people feel like she's gets hot girl roles and she's not. Oh, that's my loved. Wait, babe, let me just be cray-cray for a few more hours. Oh, my God, it's so funny. Speaking of, so there is in Hebrew, in Hebrew, in Israel, there's a singer called Omer Adam, and he has really, like, poppy songs that, you know, get played at the club and at weddings, and he literally comes out with a song. Here, this would never happen. The direct translation is, take your pills, you're crazy. So husband, I sing it all day. We're like, krikadurat meshugat. Like, I feel like if I could make that ringtone for when, like... My alarm goes off that I need to take my Zoloft. Like, how crazy would that be? Like, take your pill, you're fucking crazy. Zoloft Club, what's up? What I'm saying is, I feel like people don't like her because she got cast in a lot of hot girl roles, and people were like, "Wait, she's not hot. She's not typically like the hottest girl ever. Like, why is Nate from Gossip Girl obsessed with her?" And you know what to expect when expecting. Plus, she a lot of times has this like bitchy attitude in a lot of her roles. So I feel like maybe that, or maybe people don't think she's a good a- I don't know who these people are. I'm kind. Of generalizing and making shit up as I go. But anyway, they would make a cute couple because they're like funny and cute and seem little, even though he's not little. Let's see how tall he is, Bill Hader. Quietly dating. I love that. Nobody quietly fucking d- for over a year. Oh, he's six one. He's not tiny. <laughs> he's not tiny at all. Oh my god, she's tiny. How tall is Anna Kendrick? She's five two. That's cute. I am happy for them. You know what? So Demi Lovato, Demi Lovato, Demi Lovato. I mean, it was a lot. It was a lot with, you know, what's been going on with them recently. The yogurt, the the documentary, the aliens, a lot of shit. But do you remember Max? Because I just got a flashback of fucking Max. Like I was spiraling before I, you know, talked much about spiraling I feel like I was going fucking crazy to the point that he sent me a DM that he'll send me a season desist you guys remember that because I couldn't stop talking about him and being like who's this fucking like you know what was he doing He was like crying on the beach for like TMZ photos like he was trying to make it seem like he was really in love with Demi and that it wasn't all for him to get you know clout oh my god does he still have like two million followers remember he went up to like two million followers 1.5 mil okay, Max. Okay, Max. Let's fucking relax. Anyway, I can't. I just remembered because I think he liked Demi's most recent photo. And I was like, oh my God, what are you doing? So Demi's most recent photo was them with, I guess, a whole team, including like Scooter Braun. Braun. They're all wearing black. And Demi is giving a double finger. So both hands, and the caption is a funeral for my pop music. Okay, Demi, what music are you gonna sing next? Is it gonna be rock? Is it gonna be heavy metal? Pretty sure it's gonna keep on being pop. How about that? So Kanye, after you know his public new record, my life was never easy with a disc to. And everything we talked about dropped another bomb today in a post. He says, I'm going to say this kindly for the last time. I'm for the last time. Okay, Kanye, when was the fucking first time? I might, I must get final edit and approval on this doc before it releases on Netflix. Open the edit room immediately so I can be in charge of my own image. Thank you in advance. So is he outside of the edit room and they're just like holding the door shut from the inside? He's like, let me in, yo. I don't know. I hope he's well honestly. And he's like chilling with fucking DJ Khaled. They're doing shit. So at moments I feel bad for him and moments I'm like, is he living his life? Um, Meanwhile, Julia Fox, because you know, you guys, I have to. And I even fucking recapped her episode. She has a podcast called Forbidden Fruit. And I listened to the episode because she did kind of like a recap of what's been going on with her. And she's just so excited. And the thing is like, I would like her in another world. Like I would want her on my podcast. Like she sounds cool. She's a New York girl. She's like very straightforward. She's very this. And I could like her. It's not out of my like allegiance with my sisters, the Kardashians. It's more like I, if I was a friend, I'd be like, can you stop being that cool about it? Can it stop like be more cool? Because she, she, I mean, she mentioned that Kanye like got rid of all her shit. And a cathartic. And so I don't know. It just sounds kind of like a grooming situation where like she doesn't mind if he kind of turns her into who he wants her to be. Like all of a sudden she's wearing Balenciaga, which Balenci. She's in leather gloves and shit. Like, no, that's Kim's vibe. And she does. Again, she seems very cool. She like knows Madonna. I think Madonna wants her to play uh, Debbie well, Debbie uh, Mazar, I love her. She's younger. If you guys saw it, a bunch of other shit. So she's very good friends with Madonna, and apparently, she ha- like looks very similar to Julia Fox. Like Julia Fox looks like Debbie when Debbie was a little bit younger. So, I mean, she's. It's not like she's some loser from the street. Obviously, she has like street cred. Like she, ha- she's like cool. But, but I just feel like this whole show with Kanye and like talking about it on her podcast. It's like it's not that cool to do, you know? And like, where is the love? Where is the romance and all of this? If it's like mostly for show, that's why I'm not even sure. I feel like it's a very transactional relationship. But again, there's that other side of like how many celebs fucking do this shit and they act cool, but they're basically doing the same shit, like for publicity and all that. But I don't know, for me, it works when you're, when you at least act cool I, I can buy it, you know? So, I mean, we haven't seen anything from them in a few days. So maybe, maybe it's getting a little bit, maybe it's getting a little bit more, more chill over there. If you know what I mean? Anyway, you guys, that's it for today. Thank you for listening. I love you and rate and review the podcast if you haven't yet. And I'll see you next week.